drink cinema. Cheese. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. We are two out of three brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time. Hello, Brett. Hello. How are you? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm from Tasmania. Oh, yeah, Baz. <laughs> the etiquette, I thought you were Australian, not British. <laughs> Terrible line. Anyway, we, we are... have a lot to say if we're going to just go, <laughs> yeah. what's bad about this movie? Uh, we are reviewing the film Sharknado. If you listened last week to our review of The Ten-Year-Old, The Heat, this is the opposite. In this terms of movies Sharknado. from 2013, yeah. uh, a TV movie that has resulted in five sequels. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll get later. Oh, got to tell you. Yeah, there's some more and some the impact. That's great. Oh. Before we go any further, though, um, we are going to need a drink to be able to get through one of these films. Yes. So, what have you got for us? Is it? The Mexican tornado that Baz talked about while he was on the jet ski. It's a twist on that. Oh, no is it like intended. a... Uh, it's a water spout. It's a spout. There we go. It's a water spout. <laughs> okay. I just named it. It's a water spout. Um, and much like making the movie, I didn't put a lot of effort into this. Yeah, right. Will putting a bomb into it destroy it? Uh, maybe. <laughs> it's got tequila, blue curacao and pineapple juice. Okay. Not quite the exact colour I was going for, but... More blue? Water water can be that colour sometimes. Well, who knows what's in it also. Yeah. You could have done it like a frog in a pond and the got those little yeah. shark lollies yeah. and put it and, in there. And um, sometimes the water in the street looks at the same colour as the water in a pool. It looks, looks like the same colour as the water in the ocean. Which could also look like the same colour as Tara Reid's eyes. Like it could be like any mix of some yeah. kind of blue, grey, yeah. green. Anyway, this is what we've got. Good luck, everybody. A water spout. Cheers. God. Yep. Pineapple juice. Yep. I'm happy with that. <laughs> I'll give it a little swoosh. Meh. Yeah. It's meh. Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> well, it's blue curacao, tequila and pineapple juice. If you have a sweet tooth, you'll like it. The quantities and the recipe will be on the socials at two out of three brothers. Yeah. So get on that. Sharknado. Tropenado. Have you, you had I'm gonna seen call it, it before, had no, you? No, I'm going to call it right. Tropenado. I've seen... I didn't know there was a sixth. Or a fifth. Wait. I think there's five. I think there's, there's... six. There is six. There's six. Yeah, I've only okay. seen four or five of them. I didn't know there was a sixth. So... I didn't watch it when I came when it came out. Mm-hmm. You were on it from the start. I not quite from the start. I'd heard a bit about it. Well, it came out in Australia later because it's it's just a TV movie. Yeah, when it's just on the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah, so it got released on Foxtel on Universal Channel a year later or something. Yeah. So I knew, I knew about it because of how bad it was. Yes. Um, and I was on it. And then I, when the third one came out, I remember I did a uh, a marathon. I watched one, two, and then three when the three came out. So I was the greatest four hours of cinema. So when was it released in Australia? Sometime in twenty fourteen. Oh, it was released in the on the twenty third of July twenty fifteen. Oh, so yeah. Okay. Oh no, that no, that was sharp. NATO 3, oh hell no. Come on. <laughs> okay, no, here we go. Right. So Sharknado was released in Australia uh, in September of 2013. Okay. So the premiere of the film was watched by 1.37 million viewers on the Sci-Fi Channel. In the US, yeah. Slightly below the average audience of 1.5 million viewers for a typical sci-fi original film. Is this what you're going to say in your section? I had a bit of it. <laughs> My okay. stealing from you. That's all right. Um, Australia premiered on the Universal Channel, was scheduled for September 9, 2013, but was fast-tracked to July 26, 2013. 
Ooh. after the film's wide international response. So it was yes. still in 2013. The first I kind of got on, realised that it was a big thing, was I was in the States for Comic-Con mm-hmm. and they were flogging Sharknado 2. Oh, okay, great. And we picked up, just for fun, mm. a foam chainsaw that said Sharknado 2 on it. Great. Which Where is that? I think we chucked it out. Oh, we didn't give that to anyone. I think I offered it to you. I don't think you did, because I would have taken it. Oh, well, it's in the bin. Um, so, all right. Shall I talk about my impression of the story of Sharknado? You should do an analysis of the writing of the story of Sharknado as per you, if you were doing, like, a good movie. Well... In terms of... No, no. It's much like a Shakespearean tragedy. <laughs> no. No, I... I don't know. The reception of me comparing this something about Mary to a Shakespearean comedy <laughs> was not favourable, mainly from me. But I'm going to talk about... So, I want you at some point, as a little bit more of the Sharknado knowledge... Uh-huh, uh-huh. Actually, the T-shirt I'm wearing. Yeah. Home Alone. Merry Christmas for, jo- for John, John Hurd, because I couldn't tell you another movie John Hurd's in other than Home Alone 1 and 2 until I was like, who the fuck's this drunk at the bar? He seems familiar. No, oh. I looked him, I had to look him up. So, um, all right, so the storytelling of Sharknado. Yeah. I'd like in your segment for you to tell me kind of how, is it meant to be a bit of a piss take? Of disaster movies. I believe wholeheartedly that the first one, they did not intend to be a piss take. Really? Or a bad movie. Okay. Then when it was like, this is great because of how bad it is, two, three, four, five, and six leaned into that ridiculously. Because this absolutely has every trope. Yeah. From this genre of movie. Yeah. So I have written trope a number of times. Trope. Right? Trope. The trope of the ex-wife. Yep. With the kid. Yep. The trope of people not paying any attention to it uh-huh. until it actually happens to them. Like standing on the pier watching a cyclone. Yep. The trope of people who need each other through a disaster. Like Nova can't get home because her house is on the beach. So she's stuck together. Yes. Um, Baz's only friend is Finn, and John Hurd is just drunk and has nothing better to do. Yeah. Tropes. His number one um, possession is his bar stool. Trope of people just stopping their cars in the middle of the freeway. Uh-huh. The trope of things only happening... Bad things only happen to other people, yeah. not the main characters. Okay. So they drive just far enough up that freeway ramp, uh-huh. the water level doesn't rise to them. And no letter of the Hollywood sign lands on them. No. Well, so, but that bit where they're going up the freeway ramp, yeah. right, the water rising behind them rises not quite to their car. No. The big wave crashing in front of them takes yes. out the car in front, but not yeah. theirs, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, then there's more tropes, more reasons to keep them close to the disaster. He's like, let's just fuck off. No, but then they're like, Matt's at flight school in Van Nuys. Um, has to save children. That's a trope. Has to stop to save children. Um, there's only one person in frame. You know that person's going to die. Yeah. The flight school teacher, the teacher off the bus. Oh, gets hit with the Hollywood sign. Fantastic. I laughed when the... Flight school teacher just got sucked out of the hangar. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Um, tropes of people just still being around. Trope of a car exploding for some reason. Yep. Um, and then the big trope of like, we've got to go into the disaster yeah. to end the disaster. Uh-huh. So it's ridiculous. When you just list off all of those tropes... You go, it's ticking all the boxes. But then when you go, when you say it's ticking all of those tropes in a movie where sharks are sucked up in a tornado, yeah, you go, this movie's got to be taking the piss. 
Well, you know, I always struggle a bit if it is actually taking the piss or not. So it does seem like a couple of friends got high and wrote a thing like, dude, what if there is a tornado over the ocean <laughs> and it sucked up? Or it's like the question, what happens when a tornado goes over the ocean? Does it suck the fish up? Because yeah. we've seen in Twister, yeah. and that's a fact, mm-hmm. Helen Hunt's proved that cows get sucked up into tornadoes. Yeah. So would a shark get sucked up into a tornado, a cyclone? Yeah. Um, animals can. I've got an article here. Well, there's no reason why they can't. Alligators. If a if a house in Kansas can get sucked up in a twister... That's true. According to a report from 1887 in the New York Times... The, the year. Dr. J. L. Smith of Silverton, while opening up a new turpentine farm, noticed something fall to the ground and commenced to crawl towards the tent where he was sitting. On examining the object, he found it to be an alligator. Smith went on to find himself surrounded by eight alligators in total, which had apparently been dropped from the sky by a distant water spout. If his account is to be believed, then this was history's first and only minted, only documented case of a genuine, no-joke, gator-nado. I believe... I look... Not a gay-tornado. Not a gay-tornado. A gator-nado. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel like the film is a little bit taking the piss. Yeah. From the start. I feel that at some point they lost control. And were like, yeah. guys, we don't have enough money. We just got to wrap this thing up. So in this overhead shot, use yep. extras. Because yep. we can't afford to pay Tara Reid. Can't even do that. <laughs> so just get that extra. But she's a brunette. Doesn't matter. Nobody will notice. I'd get that I in there. Actually, didn't notice because did. by then I was past noticing those things. I was gonna, you know, sometimes we write down mistakes. Yeah, no, I wrote Sharknado, <laughs> but it's not a mistake because it made them some, a lot of money. I did have some. I, I Brennan wrote questions during the thing yeah. of like, well, some things I love that are so stupid that like that the fact that his name is Finn. Yeah, I've got. A, f- a few things. The the actual... But the other trope is that it's a seemingly unrelated opening scene. Yeah. Like that dodgy shark fin deal, shark fin soup deal, is only so that we can go, there's a storm, and that guy can say, there's lots of sharks around. Yeah. Um, but it is a good action opening, like most horror films start with deaths. Yeah. I it feels like a bit of a 2013 thing that everyone's got their tits out on the beach. Not out, but everyone's wearing as little as possible once we get mm, back to Santa Monica. Even if you're a bartender. Yeah. She's wearing a bikini. Yeah, that's not food safety. Nope. The scar on Nova's leg. Nope. Obviously a shark. Oh, yeah. It's and the, John Hurd's yeah. like, what's that scar from? It's fucking shark bite, mate. Yeah. Because then two lines later... He goes, you really hate sharks. She's like, yeah. Put two and two together, John. Maybe that's why you left your son at home, because you can't put two and two together like that. It's the fact that the scar is just like a leg, and then the shark teeth just went stab out. In, out. No movement, no No, serrated edging. It's obviously meant to be a shark bite, is what I should have said. Yeah. Because it is not obviously a shark. And it doesn't look as bad as the um, prosthetic makeup job they did on the sun's scar from falling off a slide. When I was two. Yeah. And then the scar goes halfway up his 20-something-year-old ribcage. Uh-huh. The film goes from zero to a hundred. Like, it's like, oh. No, it's like, yeah. It's like, I'm surfing. There's a fucking shark flown through my bar window and eaten one of my customers. Yeah. It's just like, bang, done. But yeah. then the storm is only when the story needs there to be a storm. Mm. Like, if you think about something like The Day After Tomorrow, it builds up to all of New York City being under ice. Yeah. This is like, I think we need a shark attack here. Wind. Yeah. Oh, no, let's let them get away a little bit. Wind. Yeah. Whereas that's not how cyclones work. Yeah. There's like wind, break, wind. 
Not wind, break, wind, break, wind, break. Doesn't work like that. I don't know if I'm trusting the no. accurate weather signs of this movie. No, but but on a positive, the use of stock footage <laughs> is... I haven't seen as good use of stock footage since Robot Monster. The <laughs> sharks yep. look so bad. Yeah. The budget was $2 million, all right? They had a $2 million budget, so... Okay, all right. Right. That's not much. Um, it's... You want to know the budget for Jaws? 80. $7 million. No, hang on. No, the budget was four, and the picture wound up costing nine million. Jaws? Yeah. But it's about 40 years before. Its box office was 500 million. Yeah, there you go. So it was a blockbuster. It paid for itself. Um, The actual storytelling, right? Yeah. So if you just want to boil it down to. The things that you need in order to tell a disaster horror movie. Uh-huh. They've done it. Pretense, people, yeah. baddies. People we're meant to care solution. about. Yeah. It's people you're meant to care about, shit goes wrong, and they've got to get through it. Yeah. So with the disaster movie, it's the getting through it. That is the thing. Yes. And that's why they keep having to fight sharks off and keep having to deal with floodwaters that also that also are full of sharks. And occasionally you just need to rip your ex-wife's new boyfriend's legs out of a shark. I mean... And the tearing sound, great sound effect. Yeah, and I love that the shark, that shark in particular, yeah. changed size about eight times. Almost as many times as the shark that he jumped into at the end of it changed size. <laughs> I've seen this movie a number of times. Yep. And I still cracked up laughing at, at that. And yeah. Because I, I knew what was I knew the end. I knew the end. <laughs> and I was like, that and then the other one. That was really bad. Well, where do I go from here? Well, the, when he just the, stood there with the chainsaw yeah. and the one went over him and went in half, that was great. The unnamed flight student number two. Bobby or the other one? Bobby, I think. Bobby. Oh, the who, one that got eaten or the one that got smushed against the, the one, truck? The one that got eaten. Yeah. Hilarious. Bobby. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. Was there all... No, actually, also, that I could go on for hours. Yeah. The In the start, with the, um, like, Mexican boat guy, when it, the yeah. shark goes around and then comes past and just, like, eats his face off. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he ends up looking like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. <laughs> it's... But also, like... Fair as well. Nova, right? Yeah. yeah. When it is... Her on concrete. No, no, she's on the pier. Yeah. And a shark is on the pier. Yeah. There's no water. Uh-huh. Just stand up and literally walk away. No, that's not how these sharks the work. The shark really. will not catch you. The shark, if you're on land, you're fine. Unless it lands on you. No, but she was on the pier. There yeah. was no water. Yeah. But you know how you beat that shark? With a barstool. Yeah. Yeah. No, you literally get up and walk away. Yeah. Because it can't it's crawl. a fish. It can't chase it's, you. It's not that episode of The Simpsons where the dolphins come out of the water and start walking on their tail. Yes, and it's not 1887's Gatornado, where gators can walk on <laughs> yeah. land. You know what? Make that a prequel, please. Sharknado 7, Gatornado. Gatornado. Yeah. That sounds bad. You know, I've got, we've got to put it on at least. We've got to watch Cocaine Bear. I know. Far out. I don't, I don't smoke this. I'll watch it this weekend. Okay. Actually, I'm away this weekend. Me and mum will be fine. Yeah. Um, I have... You, there's a lot of questions that sometimes the questions I wrote were story-based and some were, this is ridiculous. They're driving in the freeway and the water is up to their door. Yep. And there's a shark under the car. I wrote the same thing. If there's enough room for a shark yep. to go under your car... How are your wheels on the ground? How does a shark get under the car, but the car is still driving? Yeah. I wrote. Yeah. 
unless it's one of those flat flat sharks some of them are flatter than others and they don't have a fin they mustn't no maybe it's anyway but you know what i liked that they attempted to explain a couple of things like finn very deliberately in the script says don't worry about the car the car's electronics I've made them, I've sealed them all up with silicon because I've driven every beach from here to Costa Rica. Yeah, so you know it can drive So we know the, the car water. can drive through water. Mm. But I don't think it's lifted to a point where a shark can get underneath it. Oop. My other question about the story, maybe you can help me with this one, Lee. Okay. Claudia, the daughter. Yep. Full-blown adult. Is she, though? Like, is she an adult playing a kid like her dad was an adult playing a kid in Beverly Hills 90210? <laughs> Ian Ziri, not Ian. Um, oh, no, is it? It is. That, that's what they called him on that season of The Celebrity Apprentice he was oh, on and God. he came second. That was after this, by the way. This reshot him into fame, Ian Ziri. And he kept lost ta- to Marley Matlin. Kept Tara Reid going. Yeah. Jesus. I'm probably... I would have to say that in the history of cinema, Tara Reid has to be one of the worst actors of all time. Considering how many movies she's done, she's her in American Pie, okay. After that, awful. But there's not much, like, it's not a deep role in American Pie. Yeah. She's not great in Evening Scrubs, is she? She's all right, but she's doing the same thing. Yeah. She's a drunk. She's bad. But also Iron's earring is bad. Yeah. I kept bad. thinking they're, John Hurd's bad. They're I kept bad. thinking that guy Baz was bad. But then I was like but the Br- so's Br- was he Yeah, he was Australian. What? Tasmanian. Tasmanian mate. I don't think are you sure? Might. Yeah. I don't think they made any jokes about yeah, that no, whatsoever. There was just one reference where Iron's earring said Don't say it. Don't they say don't it. like Vegemite. <laughs> I was eating a Vegemite scroll as I watched the movie. <laughs> You go, oh, I'm not a shark. Oh, I like Vegemite. I love Vegemite. Am I a shark? Yeah, so Claudia's, <laughs> Claudia's a full-blown adult. I'm saying she's at least 20. Yep, okay. With no independence. With no independence and still her parents have a custody, shared custody arrangement. No, she's got to be still in high school as no, a character. Not at all. How old's the son? 20-something. My favourite moment for the son was when Nova just gave up on trying to root the dad. Yes! And was just like, well, I'll just have the son then. Because I thought, right, obviously, because the movie is so ticking the boxes of tropes. Yeah. And, all right, let's stop using the word trope and start using the word cliche. Yes. Because if you overuse a trope, it becomes a cliche, and that's what this movie has done. The Because it uses so many cliches, I knew that Iron's earring, I can't call him Iron... It's name. That's his name. Iron Searing and Tara Reid. Finn and Tara Reid. <laughs> I knew they were going to end up together at the end of the movie. Yeah. Right? And so yeah. I'm thinking, how do we get Nova out of the way? Yeah. Then, when she fell off a helicopter and got caught in midair by a shark, <laughs> I was like, okay, she's dying because then <laughs> they get together. And then, probably the worst acting in this movie, which is saying something. When Matt's like, Nova! Oh! No! 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 Oh, no! No! No. Tara Reid on the phone, the first time he calls Tara Reid, that was the worst. When she goes, What are you talking about? Yeah, I know know what your voice sounds like. Of the month. No, no, the first line she says in the whole movie. Yeah, I know what your voice sounds like. (laughs) Yeah, I know what your voice sounds like. Oh. Um, Why? Why? That's like Cosy. Yeah. (laughs) There's more where they came from. There's more where they came from. Anyway. We'll do that. Although, Jackie Weaver has now won Emmys. Yeah, Oscar nominee. Yeah. But she's meant to be bad. Yes, in that movie. Anyway. Uh, so, no, Matt's acting was when... He doesn't react when she falls out. No. Badly edited. Uh-huh. Because there's too long of things. It should be like, she falls, Matt reacts to her falling. She falls into a shark, Matt reacts to her dying. Yeah. Then I have a feeling they didn't have the budget for reshoots. Well, and when they did, they had to use extras because Tara Reid was already off. He was already off in rehab. The um, the shark that Finn 
jumps into at the end just happens to be the one I that ate Nova. Love it. And then I'm like, Nova's back. But then Nova just like is with Matt then. Yeah, fine. And Matt, sleazeball. Right. Oh, yeah. Dad rocks up with <clears throat> someone that Tara Reed assumes is a stripper. Uh-huh. Well And yeah. Matt just like grabs her by the hip. He's like, come and make some bombs with yeah, me. Yeah, come and... And she gives him this look of like, oh, you sleazebag. But then like one n- very near death experience later, she's in love with him. My other great bit of Baz. Um, and he, why is a bomb going to work? And then he pops out like an after school special. Actually, <laughs> tornadoes are caused from mixing cold and hot air. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. And it's like, hmm, will this work? Will this work with a hedge trimmer? What about this chainsaw? What about this chainsaw? Yeah, chainsaws. Love it. I asked a question and I've answered it myself. Yeah. Has has Mythbusters done Sharknado? I'm pretty sure it has. They have. Yeah. Uh, I haven't looked at the results, but I'll put that on the TikTok. Mythbusters Sharknado thing. Um. You know what the other thing I like that was completely obvious and bad... Mm-hmm. The fact that they recorded 99% of the dialogue after the fact. Oh, yeah. Because... They obviously was, couldn't afford outside microphones. There was a point where there was a few scenes that they never showed the person who was talking. Yeah. And I think one of them was in that bomb shelter. I don't know where they went. Hardware store. Oh, they're like... Army disposals. Yeah, unit. where they got yeah. the chainsaws and yeah. made the bombs. One was that, and it was like, I'm like, you have recorded this two days after you've shot this scene. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. It's great. Oh. I thought George would last longer than he did. So did I. I he died very he died soon. Yeah. Early. And after he saved a dog, oh, there's always a dog. Oh, there's dog. always a dog. That's another trope that's always in there. And fucking dumb people are just a trope. Like dumb that. people in disaster. You gotta movies. get. You gotta get out of here. Yeah, I'm then, from Massachusetts. Well, well no I don't one, know what that accent was. <laughs> no <laughs> one out. No one moves. Everybody in LA always complains when it rains and thinks it's the storm of the century. Yeah, and that guy. Line, and he, literally, yeah. there's a shark there. Yeah, mate. And then I'm, it is the fucking storm of the century. The thing I do like is that when they show these people that were like, I don't believe it's real. They died very shortly after. Yeah, well, that's what they deserve. Yeah. He fucking abseils down to a school bus. <laughs> but Mate. I just love that he just goes, oh, drive up to the bridge. I'll, what is it called? Parlay, it's not the word. A parasail? No, abseil. But yeah. he says another word. Para? Parry? No. Anyway. Anyway. I love that he has all that gear in his car. Well, he's a, he's a man of the world. He's a man. <laughs> No, he, you know, he's one of those men. Repel yeah. is the word I'm repel. looking for. It's just like, like, yeah, drive up the bridge, I'll repel down. And everyone's just like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, we believe you can do that. It would, okay. I I have said the story ticks all the boxes for this genre, right? So I'm giving that a tick. Yeah. Okay, as That's purely a, one out of five. a story. <laughs> yeah. Movie making, I'm not fully qualified to comment on because I've never made a movie. Okay. But that's bad. Yeah. I, when I do make a movie, it won't be 70% stock footage. Okay. But not stock footage. Stock footage, the same shot. Yeah. Of the one shark with the two little sharks either side of it. Yeah. That no matter and where you are in the pool, in the ocean, in the pier, in the street, it's the same. But also... Just like normal people driving in a normal amount of rain stock footage. Yes. <laughs> and luckily the rain stopped when they needed to parlay down to the kids. Yeah. Well, that was going to be my comment, right? Because up until then, he's going on and on and on. The water level's rising, the water level's rising, the water level's rising. Yeah. There, a school bus holds like 30 kids uh-huh. and a fat teacher. Yeah. Right. How long do you think it would take to pull those people up from the school bus, considering Baz is the only one actually pulling anything? Hours. One of the, one of the women could have helped. Well, especially with the teacher. Only one of them 
needed to be at the wall. Yeah. There were three other people. Yep. Claudia was doing nothing. No. She's only maybe 16. <laughs> she's 18. I... She's 20 if she's a day. I'll just abseil down onto a school bus. I knew the teacher was going to die, but I thought the teacher was going to get eaten off a rope. I thought like that, that too. little carnival game you play where you have your hands behind your back and there's a donut on a string. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was going to be the teacher. He was nearly iron earring. Yeah. And then five minutes later he goes, wait, I'll just cut you off. Yeah. Shrimp. I've got a knife. I've had enough of you. Where? <laughs> um, the teacher, I knew the teacher was going to mm. die, but then the teacher got back onto the bridge. I'm like, oh, okay, they're stuck with this bloody other teacher. I knew he was going to die, and I thought he got eaten up the rope because I remember that happening. Yes. But then as soon as the Hollywood sign went poof, I'm like, ah, that's right. Well, I the Hollywood now. sign started going, and then as soon as I saw the teacher standing alone in frame, yeah, I knew he was going to die. And the best line of the movie. Which one? That, My mother always said Hollywood would kill me. God. That's not a bad line. That's a great line. I thought the best line you were going to say happens not long after when Nova said, oh no, Iron Finn <laughs> says to Nova, I'm not going to lie, it's kind of hot when you do that. Oh, Your ex-wife, who in an hour you're going to end up back with, is in the back yeah, of the car. but she's a, she's a sour bitch. And she like, only gets jealous once there's Finn one, gets up yeah. off the bridge yeah. and Nova hugs her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, so. Uh, the helicopter can't go that close to the t- tornado. Before that, right? You said before, Baz knows how a tornado is made. Uh-huh. When they think the storm is easing up, yeah. wouldn't Baz be like, no, we're just in the eye of the storm? Well, yeah, most people know there's an eye of a storm. Is that not just logic? Well, I learnt it, again, I'm going to... That my only other Twister movies are Twister and The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. So I learned that from Helen Hunt. Well, there you go. But I suppose, oh, maybe the st- the cyclone has passed and we just got the water spouts to deal with then. Yeah, okay. Yes, yeah, all right. True. I'll give him that. <clears throat> um, the car dies, of course. Do you reckon it's, they don't know how to deal with it because partway through them being Americans, re- went, oh, shit. We can't just shoot our way out of this. What are we going to do? Yeah, that's an issue. Well, they do blow their way out of it. I do love that they had a whole, like a gas tank and then shot a shark with it in his mouth. Yeah, well, that's a Jaws thing. That's hilarious. That's the end of Jaws. Spoiler. That's the end of Jaws. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, that's amazing. I'm like, they just stole that from (laughs) the other shark movie. They did steal that from the other shark movie. Mm. Um, We've talked... Uh, about 7-Eleven stuff in our other podcast. Yeah, they're terrible. If there was a cyclone... Oh, my God, not that guy. Yeah. Would you still be working? <laughs> well, it's not really. Oh, the government. It was the government with a big capital G. Yeah, he knows what kind of cheese I like. Pepper Jack. Pepper Jack. We just tell everyone. <laughs> that, was so... <laughs> that was kind of funny when he went, Pepper Jack, it's amazing. <laughs> and, then, and then Iron's like... Uh, can we leave now, please? Yeah, this guy is giving me the fucking shit. the shits. same series as Meatloaf and Gary Busey? What same series? On Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, okay. The, you know when it was a serious... You know the president that was the president. Oh, yeah. He was on TV before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The I would not still be running that shop. Oh, yeah. I would have filled the bags and gotten the fuck out of there if this shit was happening. Yeah. Also, would if this disaster is to this level, oh, it does not look good. Would the cops have chased down one car? Oh, dumb! I hate when yeah. cops do that. Let yeah. them go. Well, I don't think they would have. Let them go. For fuck's sake! The bomb idea is ridiculous. I wrote, um, but it suits the movie and this genre, because if you think about like deep impact. Is it Deep Impact or the other one, Armageddon, where Bruce Willis has to go up and, like, put a nuclear bomb in an asteroid? 
I think that's Armageddon. Like, if you say that putting a bomb in a tornado is ridiculous, mm-hmm. you can't also accept Bruce Willis putting a nuclear bomb in an asteroid. Or, Independence Day, Will Smith flying into the mothership to put a bomb. Like, they're all equally yeah. ridiculous. And, you know, that it's only as bad and white as a swamp rat. Yeah, yeah. That other, whatever that movie is. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> I literally blanked on the name of it. Um, maybe, maybe he wasn't on Celebrity Apprentice. Did I just make that up? Iron Deering. Maybe he was on Celebrity Amazing Race, Celebrity why, Survivor. Why do you Dancing with the Stars season? I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Celebrity, celebrity come dancing. Feud. Celebrity, celebrity. Celebrity Family Feud. The Last Sharknado. Sharknado 3. The 94th Annual Miss America pageant. He was a judge. God. Oprah, where are they now? Good question. Happily divorced. That was not... <coughs> The answer to where are they now? Oh. Okay. Now, you said the chopper couldn't possibly get close. No way. Well, not staying completely level. But also, he's still a student pilot. Yeah. Like, yeah. as they say, he's out at Van Nuys doing flight school. Not teaching flight school. He's still a student pilot. No, an old mate... Um, Bobby and the other one, Llewellyn. <laughs> yep, probably. Um, yep, hadn't done that yet. Llewellyn, it is. They hadn't done their thing yet. L U E L L Y N. Sorry, I just looked up um, Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah, okay. Celebrity Apprentice was an American TV reality competition series. It was a variation of the Apprentice series, hosted by the real estate development developer. Later, 45th president of the oh. United States, Donald Trump. Oh, All right. Arnie took over. Connor Well as Llewellyn, one of Matt's friends in flight school. Alex Aleo as Bobby, one of Matt's friends in flight school. Julie McCulloch as, this is unnecessary, Johnny, that's Johnny with an I, waves, a news reporter. <laughs> Fucking uh, hell. Maybe am I thinking of... Just yeah, at can we <laughs> get back onto Sharknado? <laughs> Sorry, no, it's really annoying me now. The chopper won't get even close, but the two Jaws tributes are the shooting the oxygen tank in the shark's mouth. Yeah. And when she says, we're going to need a bigger chopper. Yes. But that is a shit line because it's too late. You're up in the chopper. You're not going to go down, get a bigger chopper and go up again, which is what they do in Jaws. Yeah. What they should yeah. have done is got in a car, the car floats a bit, then they say, we're going to need to be a car. Mm. Anyway, that's the only rewrite. I didn't know sharks growled. I don't believe they do. Only when they're falling from a tornado do they growl. Uh, yeah. Yeah? Well, because they're not in their natural habitat. They're probably like, what the fuck? And then he saw he jumps into a shark that is relatively normal-sized then saws his way out of a shark that is enough to fit five people in. Mm. Uh, and Nova is there. Hasn't been chomped at all, just whole. Yeah. Like Jonah in a whale. Yeah. Uh, and then Nova's just like, oh, well, he's with Tara Reid. I'm just going to root the sun now. Yeah. yeah. Sloppy seconds. Yeah. Finn. Finn. End of the movie. Finn. I oh, love that. <laughs> loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Uh, Iron Zeering was in the... Oh, thank God. Season 14 of The Apprentice, where he came... He raised $320,000 for his charity. For his films. Yeah. All right. What's the impact? Pretty sure Vivica A. Fox was then also in Sharknado in the sequels. Look, I don't know where to start, Lee. Do you know it has a People's Choice Award nomination for favourite TV movie? Yep, okay. I'll I'll leave that. Yeah, that's fine. film has uh, five sequels. God. Sharknado 2, the second one. Good. Sharknado 3, oh hell no. Sharknado the 4th Awakens. Sharknado <laughs> 5, yeah. Sharknado 5, Global Swarming. Good. And the last Sharknado, It's About Time. Yep. This says, though the original film was not explicitly a comedy, maintaining at least a facade of seriousness despite the implausible plot, the sequels were more openly comedic in nature. Good. 
Uh, Iron Earrings uh, basically only signed on. <laughs> You're going to react like that every time I yes. say Yes. Um, so he only signed on. He had some reservations about the script, so he was right. Yeah. Um, well, hang was on. was motivated. This is quite timely, this mm. comment. He was motivated by the fact that he needed to earn enough money to qualify for a SAG card to oh. get health insurance for him and his family. That's very topical. Can we also say who had more reservations? Did Was it Iron's Earring's reservations about the script or Anthony C. Ferrante's reservations about Iron's Earring's acting ability? Well... <laughs> Because he's know. not being cast because he's being cast because he is not worth the money of a real actor. Yeah. Who knows? Um, so what they do with a lot of those sci-fi movies, they're just B-grade yeah. TV movies. Yeah. So like you said before, the average audience is 1.5 million, which is kind of a lot. I suppose in America, maybe not. Um, then it started trending on Twitter. Yep. Um, due to some um, celebrities, including Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Um, oh, yeah. Then it got more popular, so they repeated it a, a week later, and that airing got nearly 2 million. Yeah, wow. And then a third airing got another 2 million. It is written by someone named... Thunder. Thunder Levine. I reckon that's a made-up made person. Yeah. Because, and listen, their, their movies are all this. Mutant, vam, mutant Vampire Zombies from the Hood. Yeah. Sharknado, AE Apocalypse Earth, From the Sea, Sharknado 234, Mind Blown, Sharknado 5, Geo Disaster, Megalodon, The Last Sharknado, and his most recent, their most recent, Zombie Tidal Wave. Oh my Jesus. Which... How do we watch that? Yeah, um, that, um, that was 2019, so we're not ready for... A My, fisherman contends yeah. with an ocean-born outbreak that threatens his seaside island community. Director? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Director Anthony C. Ferrante. Yeah. Writers, Thunder, Thunder Levin, yeah. Anthony C. Ferrante. Yeah. Iron's Earring. Yes! <laughs> Stars, Iron's Earring. Yes. I reckon he's become a... Yeah. Yeah. Chikashi Higaki Linsbichler and Shelton Jolivet. Oh, God. Yeah, he's just he's, taken the piss out of himself thing now. Now, he's probably getting paid plenty for it. So Yeah. Um, also, my last comment about the thing, it's a bit depressing. People are, Speaking of people who have played characters named Finn, um, I don't know, I should say, Corey Monteith. <laughs> Oh, okay. His last tweet before his death was about Sharknado. Oh, no. <laughs> was it about someone... Was it about Finn? I don't know. It just says, like, he's one of the celebrities that talks about it on Twitter that made it more popular. He goes, his last tweet before his death was about Sharknado. Oh I God. shouldn't laugh. But speaking of bad things, should we give out some awards? Yep. Uh, the best or the worst extra first, what do you reckon? I reckon best is probably a, sh- a smaller pool of candidates. Well, my main best extra was the old lady with the walker who clearly doesn't need it. Yep. And basically runs in from the pool carrying the walker. I, mine was like those, that that couple. Yep. But then they had a couple of ones. they like, get away from the windows. But also, I was going to say worst extras, but I think it's storyline, that they're all just still out in the pool. Yeah, yeah. We didn't say one of the good lines. Why is there an old folks home next to an airport? Oh, well, I was getting to that. Oh. Now, that's <laughs> that, in, no, that's, a, that's good a good line. Because they can't hear anything. Because they can't right? hear anything. Good, I feel like that's good a decision. Cracker good joke. decision. Um, that's all I, I also, had for best extra. I wrote kind of the two other flight students, mainly the one that pushed... Robbie out of the way to save himself, you know, and then he gets impaled on a car. Then he gets killed, yeah. yeah. But I reckon the old couple. Yeah, right. Let's give it to the old couple. Look, worst extra. That was the Estelle Reiner mm. Best Extra Award. Yeah. The worst extra. My first nomination, this is named after 
Andy Millman from Ricky Gervais's Extra. The lifeguard who doesn't notice that oh. all of the waves are full of sharks. The one with the tat? No, the one that stands... Well, I don't know if you had a tat. He had a tat in his shoulder. The one that just stands in the one that nothing? stands in the tower. Yep. And all of these sharks coming in. Also, question, why does the sharks... There's heaps of sharks. There's heaps of How sharks. How does Iron Zeering get out of that? He's Iron Zeering. Yeah, he's the main character. I had him. I had Guy on the pier. I wrote Guy on the pier that looks like he's about to say something that he doesn't. So, you know, when the, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. wave's coming in, there's a guy that close up on his knee with, like, a, his, let's say his girlfriend. Yep. And then um, he lo- he like looks at her and goes and opens his mouth like he's about to say something, then stops. Then remembers <laughs> that he's on camera yeah. and stops. That's him. The, actually, the other one I had was when they drive through that cop blockade, Yeah. the one that's directing traffic does not even react no. to a four-wheel drive barreling past him. But then I thought, maybe he's stock footage. <laughs> And they've just... Spell a Lugosi chiropractor. They've just CGI'd the four-wheel drive driving through some stock footage. And then I also wrote the woman who leaves her dog in the car. Just because don't leave your fucking dog in the car. Did you lock your keys in the car? In a dumb disaster movie panic. Yeah. I think that's just we need to have to save a dog. Yeah. Anyway. I'm going to give it to the guy that doesn't talk on the pier. Yeah, okay, cool. Yep. (laughs) It was like... Uh, I'm not gonna, I was going to, but I'm not going to say anything. It's like he forgot his line. Speaking of line. Well, he we shouldn't have had a line. <laughs> Speaking of line, the Halle Berry X-Men oh, worst line in the movie award. It's tough because I, I wrote bad in a bad movie sense or bad. I reckon it's the, both. The dialogue on a, as a whole is bad. Yeah. But uh, then I reckon there are some lines that even in this movie are bad. There's something unnatural about everything. You know, it doesn't make any sense. And then she spills... Nova spills John Hurd's beer. Yeah. It's not beer. Whatever drink it is, yeah. And he goes, yeah, and, and I want another one now. Yeah, a free one on the house. One that doesn't cost anything. No, I'm okay with that. Okay. That's kind of John Hurd's character just being a bit of a rambling drunk. I did I... also write Sharks Don't Like Vegemite. I wrote when Baz says... Looks like that time of the month. Oh, I wrote that too. What the fuck, man? When all of the water... Well, to be fair, all of that red water <laughs> is in Tara Reid's foyer. <laughs> Jesus. But also, oh. how does her house flood, but then they walk out the front door and the driveway has no water on it? Thank you. <laughs> and uh, only Tara Reid's house yeah. gets washed down the hill. Oh, and that comes leads me to another one. Easy come, easy go. Yeah, what does that mean? I mean, she just lost her very expensive house, mate. Yeah, that could have been his house. It was yeah. his house. Because at one point, Baz says to him, it's good of you to let her new boyfriend live in your house. Don't remind me. Stupid. Speaking of Baz, yep. we, we can't go out there. There's kangaroos loose in the paddock. Oh, your kangaroos loose in the paddock. Mm. At least at least the actor playing Baz is Australian. Yeah, he couldn't even get a job at the fucking home, home. True. Or neighbours. Um, so then they go out. I think it was then. Uh, I don't know. They're on their way to um, Thing's house, Tara Reed's house. Yep. And they're on the freeway, and there's all these people driving, and they're like, "What are these people thinking? Like, you're the, the on the same, freeway the, too. Yeah, the same idiot. thing as you." Ugh, but also, there's only like a stock footage amount of traffic. Yeah. Like, it's not busy. It's not blocked up like yeah. World War Z. I hate the 405. Yeah. Move! Do you know what... Um, She's clearly a failed actress. When he is rappelling up, yeah. parlaying up from the boat, or uh, the bus, mm. onto the bridge, someone says, watch out for the sharks. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, there sharks? I didn't know I did. <laughs> Watch um, out for the sharks. Oh, really? I Fuck. did write, why is there a retirement home next to an airport? Because old people can't hear. No, I'm okay with that one. And then I wrote, we're going to need a bigger chopper, but I'm okay with that one too. I think it has to be someone saying, halfway through this movie, yeah. someone yeah. says to Iron Zeering, yeah. watch why out the, the fuck sharks. is your name Iron? Yeah. Oh, no, watch yeah. out for the sharks. That just You know like, what? I'm fine with that, but I'm also, I kind of, can we give it a tie? Yeah. It looks like it's that time yeah. of the month. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't oh. cry. 
Aww. No. Bobby moved the end. No, when they had a bloody make-out session. When the uh, yeah. birthing scene. No, when <laughs> Tara Reid kissed. Yep, yep. And there was just blood. Disgusting. She looked worse than Carrie. Um, Not Carrie Fisher. No. Rest in peace. The... Um, all right. Most iconic scene. I think the most iconic scene is him standing there with the chainsaw mm-hmm. and the shark flies and he cuts it in half. I had a couple. Okay. I had the school bus. Okay. Then the guy getting crushed by Hollywood <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The most iconic scene... Yep. ...is when he dives into the char- shark with a chainsaw and then cuts himself out. Could the most iconic scene be the stock footage we see over and over again of the one big shark with the two little sharks next to it? <laughs> Can we have a talk? No, it's, it has to be. He cuts himself out of the shark. It just so happens to be the same shark that she was in. Yeah, okay. And he somehow goes in there with the chainsaw, fully loaded. Yep. And doesn't cut her at all. No, hang on. But before that... I know, but... Sharks have rows and rows yeah. of teeth. Yeah, She's made it past all of those teeth they without getting chomped. They also have digestive systems. Yeah. And it's not was, just a cavern. It was so... It was so clearly yeah. just... They went to Clark Rubber and got rubber and put it in a, a cylinder yeah. and cut through that. Because news alert, people, sharks have bones. Yeah. And other organs... In their body. Well, but you if... also see those other organs when they... Oh, no, after that, the intestines are on the ground. I thought it was just like... And then it's and then it's not just the fact that that's how the movie ended. Yeah. But then it's also just that the way it was shot, and it was kind of just very, like, static, and it was just like... Yeah, they just put one camera there. And then he's out. And he just and crawled like, out. Thin. And he goes, i got to go back in there. <laughs> yeah. He found Nova in amongst the guts. <laughs> There's how many sharks? Hundreds. Yeah. Thousands. Yeah. Fucking, Fucking love it. It's fantastic. How many times did you laugh? Did you laugh more than the heat? No. Ooh, okay. Because I actually was just writing down all of the tropes. Right. Okay. I was focused on the story for this one because oh. I wanted to see if the story was as bad as the movie making. I can't wait till we do the second one. It's even better. I don't think Nova comes back. I think she gets replaced by someone. Is Matt back? No. He cannot. I don't act. think the kids are back. I think the only people that come back are Iron Zeering and Tara Reid. Fucking Iron Zeering. And there's some... Is it in the second or the third one where she gets an arm bitten off by a shark? Okay. By a baby, like a baby shark. Do, 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 Right? Sorry, folks, uh, it's now in your head. And then they then somehow make a mechanical hand. Like Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And in they that put movie, you can't remember the name of. <laughs> yeah. And instead of a hand, it's like a buzzsaw. Great. And she's just like, shring, shring. It's like in... Um, I think Vivica A. Fox is in the other ones. Didn't you just see her in The Celebrity Apprentice? Yeah, but I think they were in the Sharknados together. All right, that's enough. Um, I can't believe he didn't win. Okay, that is it for Sharknado. Any final thoughts? I'm glad I watched it. It's so entertaining, and it's 80 minutes long. I mean... Yeah. I... I just watched it after work today. I watched it, and then I watched another movie, which I'll talk about in a future episode of maybe we'll recommend. Okay. That is also, I don't, I couldn't tell if it was meant to be funny or not. Oh, okay. So, mm. all right. I loved it. Here's I just, a. I'm going to watch it again. Now I want to watch the other seven. So to go the complete opposite, we are going to go. What is this? Eighty-five? No, it's not. Fifty-five years ago. Nineteen sixty-eight. Yes. So we are going 55 years ago, and we are going to a movie that is much longer. It is two hours and 33. Oh, that's a long one. It is a musical drama. Okay. It is Oliver. Oh, 
So we've gone from Sharknado to Best Picture winner Oliver. Yep. And also for the record, um, Vivica A. Fox is in Sharknado too. Okay. Now, according to the Google, mm-hmm. the movie was released on the 30th of April 1981 in uh, Australia. I don't believe so. No. I can't imagine that that's correct. So is a little ditty we're singing in the city. Do you reckon we can do a... Checking we can do a six degrees of separation? Um, okay. Um, who's in Oliver? Well, none well, of them have done anything except Oliver Harry, Reed. Harry Seacombe and Oliver Reed. How, uh, he's um, Fag- not Fagan. Bill Sykes. Oliver Reed is Bill Sykes. He was in Gladiator. Was he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Russell Crowe. Tara Reid. Yeah, Russell Crowe to Tara Reid. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix, yep. God, I don't know if it can be done. Oh, John sure Bird. it can. Who's in Richie Rich? I couldn't tell you. Isn't there like the butler in Richie Rich? Who's that? Could we get John? So John Hurt. We're thinking John Hurt gets us to Home Alone, which gets us to both Culkins, Catherine O'Hara, John Candy, Tim Curry, John Candy. Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Some was in Fern Gully with Christian Slater. Can Christian Slater get us to Russell Crowe? Mm, I can't think of it, Christian, now, but I might be able to think of it, Christian Slater. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I was ready for it that time because I knew it was coming. Um, Vivica A. Fox has done a lot of movies. Um, Christian Slater was in Broken Arrow with John Travolta, if that helps. Christian Slater was in um, Austin Powers. Was he? Here is your orange sherbet. Oh, God, that was Christian Slater. Yeah. Um, all right. Oh, Jesus. John Hurd to Catherine O'Hara to... Okay. Oh, no, that gets me back to thing. I was right. going to go, John Hurd was in Home Alone with Catherine O'Hara, yep. who was in Shit's Creek with Eugene Levy, yep. who was in American Pie with Tara Oh, Brace. yep. Okay, <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, oh, this tricky one. Because we, we need to get to Gladiator to get to Oliver Reed. Because that's all I can think of. Unless we go Harry Seacom. Yeah, but he's done but He's like British comedy stuff, yeah. the goon show, and just Seacom stuff. It's not so bad. The goon show's Peter Sellers. Mm. Pink Panther. Yeah. Kevin Klein is the remake of Pink Panther, if that helps. Hmm. No. God. Russell Crowe's done lots of movies. Russell Crowe. He was in a Thor. Yeah, um, Love and Thunder. Which Melissa McCarthy was in. You're going too far back. I know. I'm going like... <laughs> All right, um... that's hard. Listeners, if you reckon you've got anything, let us know. And we'll... um. See what we reckon we can Joaquin do. Phoenix. Oliver Reed, Joaquin Phoenix, Robert De Niro, Robert De Niro, Joaquin Phoenix, Scarlett Johansson. In her. Joaquin Phoenix, Amy Adams, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Reese Witherspoon. How did we get? How did we get? Oh to, no, that gets oh, me that's back Russell to Crow Russell Crowe in Thor. Yeah. Hemsworth, Matt Damon, Tara Reid. Who else is in American Pie? (laughs) Tara Reid. I reckon we get out of, we get from Tara Reid to Jason Segel again. Right? Yeah. Jason Segel. Who was in the Muppets movie with Amy Adams. To Kristen Bell, who was with Jamila Jamil and we just watched her episode of Poker Face. Done. I don't know. I just had Jamila Jamil in my head. She's good. Jason Siegel was in the Muppets with Amy Adams. 
Can Amy Adams get its turn? Amy Adams was in her, her, The Master. Let's go with that. With Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Who was in Gladiator with, with Oliver Reed. Far out. Quick, write it down. Okay. Well, we don't because we don't need to post anything about it. But still. Amy Adams, Joaquin Phoenix. <coughs> is that what you're saying? The Master. Yes. Yeah. So we've got Oliver Reed. Was in Gladiator was with in Joaquin Oliver. Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. And then Gladiator with Joaquin Phoenix, who was yeah. in The Master with Amy Adams, uh-huh. who was in Muppets with Jason Siegel. She wasn't that, she? I think so. <laughs> Imagine if she's not. Um, yes. somebody I'd get mix, her mixed up with. Yes. Okay, good. Amy Adams is Mary, an elementary school teacher, and Gary's longtime girlfriend. So Amy Adams with Jason Siegel in The Muppets, who was with Alison Hannigan in How I Met Your Mother, who was in American Pie with Tara Reid, who was in Sharknado. I think that's seven, but it's well, much better. It to get be... from 1968 to a D-grade 2013, yeah. Yeah. we've done well. All right, Jeez. so next, next week we are doing Oliver. If you reckon you can do better on the six degrees of separation, get in touch with us on the socials at Two Out of Three Brothers or join the Facebook group and chat to us there. Links are in the episode description. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any more of these good and bad movies (laughs) and our good and bad reviews. Yes. Thank you, Brett. Finn. Or should I say thank you, Brit? Brit? If if I can pronounce Ian as Ian, what do I pronounce Brett as? um, Brett, all right? I'm not a fuckwit. Iron. Iron hearing, because he's not Ian. Thanks, Brett. Thanks. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast was produced and pay our respects to elders past and present. If you'd like to support the podcasts, either leave the tip or become a member for early access to these episodes by using the link in the show notes. Join the Facebook group for more chat about the movies we review and make sure you follow us on the socials to keep up to date. Hit the subscribe button and leave us a review on your podcast app. Happy viewing and drink responsibly. If you're enjoying this episode of Two Drink Cinema, check out our other podcast, Two Out of Three Recommend. Each week we get together to chat about life and recommend drinks, movies, shows and things to keep you busy. Check out the link in the show notes for this episode or find the highlights on the socials.